0: Question. If I were to ask you right this second to write down all of the subscriptions you pay for each month, would you be able to do it without missing one? It's more difficult than it sounds, especially with so many options and those sneaky free trials that you sometimes forget to cancel. What if I told you I had the perfect solution to help you with this exact problem? Why don't you try Rocket Money? With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to see each and every single subscription I pay for, even the ones I totally forgot I had. I'm sure you've been there too, but Rocket Money Money can help cancel it with just a few taps. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens, so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you. Lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Take control over your finances and with the help of Rocket Money's easy to use dashboard, compare your monthly spending and make saving money easier than ever. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to 700. $140 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com/slash morning cup. Have you ever come home from a long day just to find out that that meat you needed for your recipe has totally slipped your mind the last time you went to the grocery store? Well, with the help of ButcherBox, you might never have to deal with that problem ever again. With ButcherBox, you get the convenience of having high quality meat and seafood delivered straight to your door. Not to mention the peace of mind you get to feel knowing that it's 100% grass fed, free range and crate free, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. Let ButcherBox help make your life even easier no grocery store required. In addition to free shipping on every order, you get to curate your box plans, have access to member exclusive deals, get recipe ideas and inspiration, as well as helpful tips. You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com Morning morningcup and use the code morningcup at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, Top sirloins or salmon in every box for an entire year. Plus, get $20 off. Again, that's ButcherBox.com slash Morning Cup and use the code Morning Cup.
1: There were two more murders 15 miles away. We We have a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird
2: religion. Cup of murder. Drugs can take a good kid and make him lose his sense of judgment and sometimes sanity. On February 9th, 1978, a boy was born who would, at a young age, succumb to drug-fueled hallucinations and become a serial killer. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Mark Sappington was born on February 9, 1978, in Kansas City, Kansas. He was raised by a hard-working single mother who, who taught her son right from wrong. She was deeply religious and used this religion to try and steer her son away from what others in his neighborhood were doing. She raised him to be a choir boy and not a gangster. And for a while, it worked. He was known as a good kid of average intelligence, quiet, engaging, and well-liked. One of the kids who liked Mark was 16-year-old Alton Brown, or as his friends called him, Freddie. Freddie looked up to Mark, almost like he was an older brother. But at some point, this good kid turned to drugs, and his life began to spin out of control. He frequently used PCP and loved Danks, which are cigarettes soaked in embalming fluid. With this drug use came a new crowd of friends, and a new relationship with the local police. He became friends with a man named Armando Gayton, a described gangsta wannabe. On March 16th, 2001, the two boys got their hands on an assault rifle and hatched a plan to rob a random target. That target ended up being a man named David Mashik. The plan was to walk up to the man, show off the rifle, scare him a little, and take what they wanted. Armando would do all of the talking. Mark would do all the intimidating. Except for whatever reason, Mark stood there, gun poised, and decided to open fire on the unarmed man. David Meshack was dead, and the 25-year-old former choir boy was now a murderer. And he wasn't going to stop there. Armando fled to Texas and was later arrested, but refused to give up his accomplice, and Mark stayed where he was. Then, on April 7, 2001, just 22 days after he killed David Meshack, a longtime friend showed up on Mark's doorstep. Terry Green, who was just 25, went down to the basement of Mark Sappington's home where he was stabbed with a hunting knife and stashed in the corner. According to Mark, the same odd voice in his head that told him to kill his friend also commanded him to kneel down and lap up the blood like an animal. The voices then told him to dispose of the body, which he did. He placed Terry Green's body in his mother's car, drove across the bridge into Missouri, and left him in the parking lot of a club the pair frequented. Just a few days later, on March 10th, that voice took over once again and told Mark to go hunting for a new victim. He spotted 22-year-old Michael Weaver sitting on the steps of his home. They chatted for a bit, and Mark suggested they go on a drive in Michael's car. In an alley three blocks away, Mark stabbed Michael Weaver to death and, again, drank his blood before leaving the body behind. On his way home, he saw Freddy, that teen boy who looked up to Mark, and invited him back to his mother's home. This time, he used a shotgun to kill the 16-year-old boy before butchering his body and eating his flesh. When he was done, he placed what was left of Freddy in a trash bag kept some leftovers for himself in the basement, and left for a walk around the neighborhood. When his mother came home, she couldn't help but follow the trail of blood that led her to the massacre in her basement. She called the police. The police found him and he, of course, tried to flee. He forced a passing female driver into the passenger seat and gave a brief chase before being captured. They had him on three murders, but had suspicion that there was one more. In the meantime, they brought back Armando Gayton and told him all the things that the man, who they suspected was his accomplice in the David Mashak murder, had done. All of it was graphic enough to make Armando finally give Mark's name. Now, having linked all of his murders, they asked Mark Sappington why he did it. He blamed the hallucinogenic drugs that he was on And that little voice in his head that told him to eat flesh and drink blood. Mark Sappington was convicted of killing Terry Green, Michael Weaver, and Alton Freddie Brown on June 23, 2004. On December 19, 2004, the attempted aggravated robbery and murder of David Mashak was added to his list of convictions. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you
1: again, and have a wonderful day. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America.